TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And we have got it's a great weekend ahead, and, and I'll talk about that uh, here in a second as well. But first, I need to let you know that this is Greg DeMarco. This is Driving with DeMarco. I am on the Twitter at ChairShotGreg. The website is TheChairShot.com at TheChairShot.com. And head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Support us. Pick up some merchandise. Lots of good fun there. Man, it is, it is a beautiful day. It's only, according to my car, it's 64 degrees right now, which is just unheard of for this time of year. It is, by the way, May 17th, for those of you who might be going backwards and listening to some of the old episodes. And if you are, Police reported you. ahead. There's police up there, too, by the way. This is Driving with DeMarco. I am in the car. I have the GPS lady on. She's in full force today, so we uh, might have some interactions with her like we did yesterday. The police are up ahead. I see them. Their lights are on. They pulled somebody over on an exit ramp. So, there you go. The exit ramp, by the way, for 27th Avenue here in Phoenix, Arizona. So, what I want to talk to you about today is Triple H. And the rumors going around that Triple H is the most frustrated man in WWE. Now, for starters, that quote came from a bullshit caller into Wade Keller's podcast on PW Torch, which is now making all the rounds amongst all the wrestling news with a Z sites online. You won't see this bullshit, at least not being taken seriously, over at thechairshot.com. At least if they are, well, you know, we let our writers share their opinions, even if we don't always agree with them. But, I do want to talk about one element of it. Now, remember, this caller, just, just to give you some perspective, the caller into Wade Keller's show said that he was a friend of three writers, that those writers got drunk and basically spilled all the beans to him. He did not identify himself. He was an anonymous caller. He offered to share more details of Wade Keller off the air. Now, just to just to put some perspective on that, this to me sounds like somebody who wants to be an insider. And they're using this to get in with Wade Keller so they can try to position themselves as some sort of an insider. I hate when I hear the phrase, I'm friends with some writers. Like, that's just... If your writers knew what the hell they were doing, they wouldn't tell you shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. But they shared lots of details, like there's 37 writers, and everybody's frustrated, and it's all Vince McMahon, and blah, blah, blah. And all tell them was to leave, and it's an audience of one, and all this stupid bullshit. But the biggest one that came out to me, that stood out to me, was that Triple H is the most frustrated person backstage, and you can see his frustration, and he feels for the NXT stars that come up, and, and all this other shit. And here's why I want to talk about that. And I got to figure out how to accurately name this episode to get this point across because in the name of the episode, you got to know what I'm talking about. 
And I've shared with you what wrestling news is. I haven't talked about it on Driving with DeMarco, but I've talked about it on Twitter before. And, and it's very simple. You know, is it plausible? You know, is it believable that, that, that something's going on? It's believable that Triple H is frustrated. Yes. Is it, uh, you know, is, is it something that you can back out of? Yeah, you could back out of later and be like, oh, that was misunderstood. All this other stuff. And is it applicable? It is totally applicable right now because... WWE is in a state of flux with their creative process and everything else. The biggest factor in wrestling news, especially wrestling news, news in general, but wrestling news, do people want it to be true? And that's the biggest, I'm sorry, wrestling rumors, news with a Z. Do people want it to be true? And of course, most of you listening, and I'll lie, well, not you listening because you guys are smarter than that, but most people out there on wrestling Twitter in the IWC the internet wrestling community want this to be true. They want Triple H to be frustrated because they're frustrated and they view Triple H as their guy. And so, of course, they want him to be frustrated because it validates how they feel. But I got to put this in perspective for you about why Triple H could be frustrated. Because here's the thing. I can believe that Triple H is frustrated, but it's not for the reasons that you think. Not at all. I want you, and this might be hard for some of you, depending on the roles that you've had. But I want you to put yourself in Triple H's shoes. Think about this. When in your life have you been the number two person in an organization, in an operation of some kind? So you were not ultimately in charge. There was someone above you who had full and 100% decision-making authority over what happened. Think about that time in your life when that may have been the case. All right, think about somebody you may have known, and you may not, and so you just gotta have to fill in the blanks a little bit, freestyle, and I get that. I've been there plenty of times when you climb a corporate ladder, you're number 12, and then you're number six, and then you're number five, and then you're number three, and then you're number two, and then finally you might make it to number one. And very few people even make it to number two. Even less make it to number one. But when you're number two, and you have any modicum of experience, and you've tasted some success, guess what? You think you should be number one. And you think you could do it better than number one. This is not a wrestling analogy. This is a real life analogy. Number two oftentimes thinks they're better than number one. In an organization. I'm not talking about a number two ranking in a sports league. Because eventually you should get to play that game on the field. Or on the court. And prove that you should be number one. But here... The fact that Vince McMahon is living and breathing is what keeps Triple H from being number one. And I'm sure Triple H goes to bed at night, and I'm sure his pillow talk with Stephanie, because we all know pillow talk is where the truth comes out, is that he believes he should be running the company and he could run it better, especially on the creative side. But he's not. But it's completely, entirely plausible for him to think that. And for us to believe that he thinks that, simply because he's number two and he's smart. That has no, that doesn't mean that a caller into Wade Keller's podcast is telling you the truth and not full of bullshit. That doesn't mean that all these rumors that you're reading on the dirt sheets that I know you read are real. It doesn't mean any of that. It means that we have some common sense here at thechairshot.com here in my car, I'm driving with DeMarco, that I have common sense 
and that I understand how human beings work, how the human emotions work, how the human brain works, that it is a natural thing to feel that if you're number two, you could do it better than number one. And many of us believe that. Look, I fully believe that if Triple H took over the creative process, the product as a whole would be more enjoyable to more people. I believe that. And remember, Triple H as a professional wrestler did some hokey bullshit. So the hokey bullshit wouldn't go away. I think it would be different. I think the product would be better. I think that you would enjoy it more. I think there'd be less complaining. Now, people would find new shit to complain about. And eventually, Triple H would get the Vince McMahon treatment online. And and that's all true. But yeah, I believe that. But that doesn't mean... And Vince would still run the business side of things. Because I think that's where Triple H is still learning and growing. And obviously, he's made a lot of things happen. But he gets to do it with a safety net there. Take that safety net away, it's a little bit different. Creatively, I think he can work without the net. Business-wise, I don't know that he can work without the net just yet. Because if you think about it, in a lot of ways, Triple H is Eric Bischoff. People always talked about how Eric Bischoff got to play with Ted Turner's money and Ted Turner's backing and all that other stuff. That's kind of what Triple H is. He gets to be in the Eric Bischoff position where he has the ultimate safety net. Now, eventually, Bischoff didn't have that safety net because the AOL Time Warner merger really fucked all that shit over. But that's okay. Bischoff had that to work with. So it's Triple H. So do most people. Most people, you work for a company, you have the safety net of the company behind you. But Triple H, to me, is, is, is a reflection of any number two person in any organization. I When I ran PHX Wrestling, the shows that I put on before I got sick and wasn't able to continue doing it, I had other people who helped out with things. And I know for a fact, and this isn't hearsay, people told me they thought they had better ideas. And I welcomed them. And I didn't do them. Some of them I did and some of them I didn't. Because I was ultimately responsible for those shows and for that organization. And then, you know, fast forward a few years, I was booking a company. I had all these ideas in place and was ready to move forward on them. And the guy who owned the promotion wanted to change. Wanted to change the direction we were headed in. And I had to change who was going to be the champion. And, and speed up the process because the plan was to end with a certain guy as champion. And it was going to go to one guy and then to the other. And I had to take away the guy that it was going to go to first. Because that's what the person who ultimately was responsible for the organization wanted to do. And so that's what I was going to do. Now there were other issues and, and the company wasn't paying people so I walked away. Because I didn't want to be involved in that, that side of the operation anymore because it was making everybody look bad. And then a few months later, it didn't exist anymore. So that's that's neither here nor there. But what I'm saying is you have a number one and you have a number two. And number two is going to constantly be frustrated with number one. Now, I want to give you Vince McMahon, some perspective on Vince McMahon and all this. Because I can also associate with that. Because remember, I was number one at one point in my own small promotion. At the end of the day, if it's your money, and, and remember, Vince, it's a publicly traded company, but Vince still owns the majority of the shares. Vince is still the majority owner in WWE. He still calls the shots. He still acts and, and treats himself like an owner. Now, he has to deal with his other constituents, as any owner of anything has to do, but ultimately, it's Vince's show. And if you are footing the bill, and if you are a creative mind, because some people foot the bill and they're not a creative mind, 
And if you are trying to put what you believe is the best foot forward for the organization, you're ultimately going to want to make those decisions. And you're going to do what you think is best. And typically, you don't believe that no more of you is best. All right, look at the Dallas Cowboys. They're not that good on the field, right? They, 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 they occasionally make the playoffs. They occasionally do what they can. But they're the most valuable franchise in the NFL. They're the most searched. They're the most followed. They're the most looked at franchise in the NFL. But they're kind of mediocre. In a lot of ways, the Dallas Cowboys and the WWE are one and the same. you got an owner who's overbearing, doesn't let other people do their job sometimes. you got a product that, that most people feel like underachieves. But they're the biggest. They're the baddest. They're the most popular. People, you know, in smaller operations think they're better. And there's probably some number twos running around the Dallas Cowboys who think they could do it better than Jerry Jones. And they're probably right. But they don't get that chance because it's Jerry Jones' show. And that's how it works with WWE. In WWE, you've got Vince McMahon, and Vince is the end-all, be-all of that operation. But to me, the biggest thing in all of this is how the fans react to it. Because, yeah, you want Triple H to be in charge, but you got to remember, like I've said before, as goes WWE, so does the wrestling business. And Vince McMahon is literally at the helm of the wrestling business. But I want to go back to what I was saying. When you were ultimately responsible, you want to be the one to make the decision. For better or for worse. If you're footing the bill, you want to make that choice. Now, there are some NFL owners who don't get into that stuff because they own the team as an investment. All right? They don't own the team as their personal little play toy. Other people want to own a team because they want to run a team. Just like some people run a wrestling, own a wrestling promotion because they want to run a wrestling promotion. Because there are far less wrestling promotions willing to let you run it for them. And WWE is no different. <clears throat> you think when, when Kerry Silken owned Ring of Honor, you think he had input on who the world champion was? Of course he did. And I bet right now that before Delirious decides someone's going to win a world title in a ring of honor, he's got to have that conversation with somebody. <laughs> Just to even have him sign off on it. That's how these things work. But if you take a look at the situation today, and you take yourself out of the wrestling news and rumor mill cycle, and you just look at human emotion, human decision making, human criteria, and you look at the landscape of WWE, where Triple H is a rising star in the corporate ranks, and Vince McMahon is the stalwart who's been at the top of the chain forever, it's entirely believable that Triple H is frustrated because he wants to run the show. Now, he's married to the boss's daughter, so he's probably not going to leave unless they both sit down together and decide, hey, this is what we want to do. But I can believe that Triple H wants to run the show, but I don't believe that he's the most frustrated guy in the back because Triple H gets it. Triple H understands how this business works. That's why he got to where he was. Some of the things that you guys say and read in the rumors online about Triple H go against everything we know about Triple H. Go against the, the mere fabric of why he's in the position that he's in. Because he's smarter than everyone else in the room except Vince McMahon. 
And I know you hear that and you probably hate that, me saying that, that you know, Vince McMahon is smarter, but Vince McMahon is Vince McMahon for a reason. And that doesn't change. That doesn't doesn't change just because he's older. Now, I get it. He's older. He's, he's not as in touch as he was in the past. All that is true. But he's still Vince McMahon. He still owns and runs the company. And one day he might have that realization that he needs to turn the reins over. And maybe the XFL will bring us that. I don't know. But I don't need, and this is the big idea, I don't need an anonymous caller to Wade Keller's podcast who claims to be friends with three writers who got drunk and gave him information to tell me that Triple H is frustrated. I need my own fucking brain in my own fucking head to tell me that Triple H is frustrated because I've been number two and I know what it's like to be number two and want to be number one and I've been number one and I know what it's like to be number one and not want number two to be number one. So I get it. I completely and totally get it. And I get where it's coming from. And you don't need some bullshit internet news to tell you that. Always use your head. That is the big idea for this driving with DeMarco. It took me 39 editions, I believe. I got to go back and check the numbers to get to this moment, apparently. And 39 was my number when I played college sports as a fraternity brother in college. These are intramural sports. Not, I'm not talking, you know... NCAA sanctioned sports or anything like that. But 39 was my number, so apparently it's apropos. Always use your head. When you see this news like Triple H being frustrated, and when you see any wrestling rumors out there, ask yourself the question, what else could this be? It's a lesson that I learned a long time ago. What else could be going on out there? How could this have come about? Why are people sharing this? Where did this really come from? Ask yourself those questions because a good portion of it's bullshit, but there might be something that prompted the bullshit. And you can usually sniff that out pretty easy. But remember, of course, Triple H is frustrated, not because of anything other than the fact that he's number two and he believes he could be number one. Now, my name is Greg DeMarco. You can follow me on the Twitter at ChairShotGreg. Driving with DeMarco is part of the Chairshot Radio Network. We have a ton of great podcasts. I was listening to The Outsider's Edge. I'm so glad those guys are back with Kyle, Carl, and Rance. I mean, such a great job that they're doing. We're working on getting an Outsider's Edge t-shirt out there to everybody as well. Then you've got the DWI podcast that came out last night with Big Rick serving as a guest on there. I'm excited to listen to that one next. I'm just going in chronological order. All right, don't forget, earlier this week, you had the Greg DeMarco Show with all of our picks for Money in the Bank. You had the hashtag Miranda Show, where we talked about it for more or less excited for things that are going on after Ron SmackDown as they led into Money in the Bank. Just so many great articles. We've got a lot of opinion articles coming out this weekend. We've got some coverage of St. Louis Anarchy uh, going backwards and a great look and perspective on an indie promotion. I think you're going to enjoy. We've got more indie coverage coming up. Still seeking out that MLW coverage. we got some new NXT UK opinions coming up as well as New Japan. So I'm excited for that too. Just a lot of great things happening at the website. You want to support us in other ways besides just reading and listening? Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up one of 14 designs that we have available. Uh, it's just kind of been growing slowly over time. And I realized, holy shit, we got 14 designs. That's really, really exciting as well. And uh, you can get your own t-shirt. I got my uh, my, my new Chair Shot logo shirt. will be coming in soon for me. And, uh, and I'll be picking up some more stuff as well. My kids really want the Suck It Nerd t-shirt since they were part of the inspiration for that. So that's going to be coming up for them as well. 
this this weekend, I wanted to share this with you really quick. On Saturday, I am helping run a show called the IZW Reunion. Impact Zone Wrestling was a promotion that I was lucky enough to be a part of for the final three or four years of its existence out here in Arizona. And they're doing a little reunion. It's actually a fundraiser for wrestling legend Jerry Gray. If you are local, I definitely encourage you to head on out there. We've got ads on Facebook right now. You can search Facebook for the IZW Reunion Show. Or you can go to Trash. You can search for Trash City Entertainment. And it's on their events page. Tickets are $12 in advance. They are more at the door. And uh, this event may very well sell out as well on Saturday. So keep that in mind. Uh, seating is limited at that location. But it is going to be so much fun. Uh, it's going to be a great stroll down memory lane. A brand new promo is coming out in about two hours uh, from one of the talents with a match in the show, sharing that this is not a nostalgia ride for them. They are coming to win. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm really excited for you to see that person do their thing again because, well, they're really good at it. So I really appreciate you guys listening, supporting the chair shot and everything that we do. Uh, I'm excited to continue to bring this to you. I will see you this afternoon on the PM edition of Driving with DeMarco. And I want to remind you, the biggest salient point of today, when you look at Triple H's frustration, the reported frustration of Triple H, remember, it has nothing to do with a bullshit caller in a Wade Keller's podcast or any other internet rumors with a Z or news with a Z, but it has everything to do with common sense. Always use your head. You can believe that Triple H is frustrated simply because he's number two and he wants to be number one. That's it for me. I'm going to head into work now, and I hope you have a great day, and I'll talk to you later today on the PM edition of Driving with DeMarco.